and welcome everyone to today's episode of our PrepCast. This podcast is dedicated to MBA and master's orientation and preparation. I'm Martina and today I'm here with Susan Berishai. Susan is our partner and she is a founder of SIA Admissions Consulting. You know her very well from our previous episodes. I will leave a link in the description of this podcast to her website, so feel free to visit. And of course, I will leave links uh, to the previous episodes so you'll be able to hear them if, if you have missed. And today we are going to talk about uh, interview tips and tricks and how to prepare and keep calm during high stakes MBA interviews. Susan will give you the best advice today. Susan, thank you for uh, your time and for being here. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Martina. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much. And could I ask you to uh, say a little bit more about yourself for those who just came up in our podcast? Absolutely. Uh, so um, I am the founder of C Admissions. I've been a admission coach for over seven years, helping clients go through this entire process from beginning to end, uh, which I enjoy tremendously. Um, and uh, I do have a um, uh, undergraduate uh, degree from NYU and a master's degree from Yale University. Um, and for a very brief moment in my life, I've also worked in human resources, um, interviewing people for a living. So um, that has been actually tr quite tremendously helpful in the process of helping candidates interview for um, MBA, um, which is obviously uh, the topic for today's conversation. So I'm happy to answer as many questions as you have for me. Great. That's great. Yeah, I have a couple of questions and um, I would like to start with this one. Do OMB applicants get interviews? No, not <laughs> all MB applicants get interviewed and uh, get interviews. Um, uh, and um, I, I typically focus on, you know, um, uh, top 20 business schools. So I'm coming with that lens um, for the listeners to understand. Um, not all MBA candidates get interviewed. Um, some school have, uh, there's a caveat. So uh, for example, um, uh, so Fuqua, for example, has the, um, those who are applying to round one have an opportunity to um, choose to, um, to, to schedule their interview in advance of the submission of the application. Um, those are, there are limited spots for that, but there's an opportunity um, for applicants that are really serious about this process to do it early. Um, but typically, Fuqua does invite applicants to interview and not everyone gets invited. Um, Kellogg is a school that does invite everyone to interview. That's been a part of their entire sort of um, um, value system, if you will. Uh, uh, they want to in interview everyone because they believe that they're going to find sort of diamonds in the rough through the interview process. Um, and But if you don't have two years of experience uh, before applying to the MBA program, you are not guaranteed an interview. So that is something to um, also keep in mind. Um, and uh, Stanford invites only two people for every seat at the MBA program. So there is uh, a huge range, uh, but typically interviews are by invitation uh, and not everyone gets an interview. 
Great. And actually, what role do interviews play in the MBA application process? Absolutely. Um, so uh, business schools, um, of course, understand that um, essays have been crafted, application has been crafted, you have had, the applicant has had time to reflect and really put together the best, um, you know, profile, if you will, of themselves. Uh, but the interview is an opportunity to just really validate everything, right? Um, uh, if you are invited to interview, that's you know, huge. It's congratulations. You're kind of 50%, you know, on your way to the, to, to being admitted to the school. Without an interview, you are not really going to be admitted to that program. So that's your kind of first indication to say kind of where are you standing? What's the outcome uh, going to be as far as the application is concerned? Um, so in an interview, they're really looking for a few things. Um, they want to understand how you fit the culture of the school. Um, so there is, you know, your presence is an important piece of that process. Um, sometimes um, for some applicants um, that have sort of non-traditional goals, um, they're really wanting to clarify the goals for the applicant. So the, uh, or, or rather clarify the goals um, uh, in the interview. Uh, and then uh, just to make sure that those are clear and that the applicant has really has done their due diligence, have done the work that they need to do to make sure that they, they know where they're going. Um, and then um, uh, they want to really make sure that the applicant is interested in the program. Um, yield is important in business school um, and business school rankings, especially. Uh, so they don't really want to invite um, or to admit someone who they know will not admit their offer, their offer of admission or will not accept, excuse me, their offer of admission because they've also applied to um, you know, Wharton and Harvard and Stanford and like these other top ranked schools, because it's just not going to be, um, uh, it's not going to be good for their numbers, essentially, right? So even if you're a really strong candidate, sometimes they get rejected because um, the assumption is, well, they're so strong of a candidate that they'll be admitted to some like higher ranked schools um, that may affect R, R meaning the school's um, uh, yield. Um, so uh, it does play a huge, huge role in the um, admission process. You know, knowing getting to the interview is your halfway point, and then you really need to get to the next next level. And that is the process. Um, the work that the applicant needs to do is not just the application. It's really also making sure that they're ready for that interview. Great. And in the previous episodes, we um have talked about the mistakes in the MBA essay, but what are the mistakes applicants can make in their interview? Absolutely. Um, going unprepared, uh, thinking <laughs> that they know their story, um, thinking that it is the same as a job interview, um, just really taking that process you know, very casually or thinking that the interviewer is their friend and it's not. So let's just take one at a time, um, not going prepared. Well, I mean, I think that's very self-explanatory. If you haven't prepared for an interview, you've just, you know, um, wasted everyone's time, including your own. Um, so not going prepared is not going to help you get, get into the, um, uh, into the program because from the interviewer's perspective, well, you haven't given me the respect that, 
it's expected of you and and showed up to an interview unprepared first and foremost um, the second part is well at this high stakes as high stakes as an mba interview is um you showed up unprepared how are you going to show up and represent the school in your interview with employers so it's they're looking at it again from not just the here and now they're looking you know five steps ahead um, as how you're going to show up in the jobs that you are going to interview for um so that's one thing and then um thinking that you know your story well yes you have submitted an application but your application, you're answering things in a very different way than you're answering in a conversation with someone. Also, you need to have a lot more answers, a lot more questions uh, or rather examples um, prepared than what you've written in your essays and in your application. You never know. No one never, no one ever knows what questions you're going to be asked in an interview. And if you go unprepared, you're going to stumble. You're going to get all flustered. You're going like the whole thing is not going to be a pleasant experience. So really do take the time to um, prepare questions. There are many questions that you can find online um, that are, you know, uh, representative of some of the questions other people have um, have been asked in the past at least that much you should be preparing. Um, and then it's not the same as a job interview. Um, you know, when you go and interview for a job, well, you know, you are, they've selected, they invited you for that job interview because you have that, those skills that they're looking for. Um, you'll be asked more technical questions. You'll be asked questions about the job that you've done. All of that is great. In an MBA interview, it's really more about holistic you, not just your past experiences. Um, of course, past experiences matter, but it's a very different um, process. Um, I like to think of, uh, you know, when you are when you're answering questions in an in a in a MBA interview, um, and you, you you always have to use examples for every question that you are asked. You need an example. Um, and you don't want examples to repeat and you don't want the examples to be very vague that don't really tell a story. So that's kind of the basics. But when you are answering the questions with an example, your examples need to be presented using the, the I, I find you have various different methods of how to answer this question, but, or the question, but I like to use the CAR method, which is, which stands for context action results. So you give context to the experience that you're sharing. You then provide actions that you've taken or actions that, you know, you have been a part of in, in taking in that, in the resolution and then the resolution, the outcome of the work that you have, um, or the results, the outcome of the work that you have um, that that uh, that you have done, or the that experience that you're sharing, um, and that is not something that comes naturally to most people. Um, so you really do have to practice, 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 and then practice a, few, a little bit more until you're ready for the interview. One thing that I would also say, when you're invited to interview, and this was this is going to be the last thing I'll say, because <laughs> um, I know you want to move on to next questions. Um, when you're invited to interview, one of the things that I always advise my clients to do is to not book the first interview spot that they can, because it doesn't matter when you're interviewed, so long as you're interviewed within the window of when the school is looking to interview. Um, 
And booking the first spot available means that you have to really prepare very quickly to get to that interview and be really successful in that interview. So I recommend that you book the last interview that's available in the window that has been provided to you um, so that you give yourself as much time as you can to really be ready for that interview and ace that interview. Now, of course, if you are like, I've had clients that have been invited to interview for every single um, school that they have applied to, and um, just navigating that entire process of like trying to, you know, not get the schools confused is another is another um, process altogether that you'll have to navigate. But that is always a good problem to have when you're invited to every school. Great. And there is one question we often receive uh, by email or during uh, an online event. Um, how can I succeed in MBA interview? Yeah, um, I think the the um, there are a few things that that you that an applicant needs to do in order to to be to to succeed in an interview. Uh, one is to go in prepared, obviously, like that goes without question. Um, and you really should have sort of like a bucket of examples that you can include. Um, make sure that you list, prepare for yourself. You know, a, a solid number, but probably like about between um, probably five and 10 examples of experiences that you've had, professional experiences that you've had. Those are important pieces. Um, make sure that you know why you have chosen the school, um, that there are reasons why you have chosen the school. And then uh, specifically with examples, um, then I would say you want to make sure that you have a clear communication on your goals and be ready to, to answer follow-up questions on your goals because if your goals are a little bit murky, the interviewer will ask follow-up questions and you need to have solid reasonings for everything. Um, then I would say is uh, make sure that you have questions for the interviewer prepared. Um, this is important because it shows that you are um, someone who, um, uh, you know, that you are someone who is, sorry about that, uh, that you are someone who is, uh, um, engaged and really wants to learn more about and you want to take this opportunity to learn more about the institution that you are a part of. Um, so that's an important um, also piece um, of being successful in an MBA interview. But above all of that, as far as the preparation is concerned, it is really important that you connect with the human across the room or you know on the Zoom call, depending or Skype or however you know the interview is being conducted. Um, at the end of the day, you can have all the answers, but if you can't connect on a human level, um, you are not showing that you fit the culture at the school. So definitely try to be personable, um, kind of how you would in a job interview. You, it's not just about you know, the skills that you have, it's also about how you connect with the person interviewing you. The same thing here. What happens after the interview is that the interviewer writes a report for the admission committee that talks about you know, the answers that you've provided to the different questions that they've asked, and then also their feedback on what do they think about your candidacy. If you were not able to connect with them on a personal level, that feedback may be lackluster in the sense that they may say, well, you know, you've answered all the questions, but, you know, I didn't feel like this person would be a good fit because of A, B, and C, whatever that A, B, and C is. 
Um, so, uh, you know, th there's a lot to keep in mind as you're interviewing in your MBA for your MBA, um, you know, uh, admission. Uh, and the preparation is really, really key because you can't keep all of this, you know, in mind if you haven't done any preparatory work to keep all of this in mind as you're answering questions. Great, thank you, Susan. And um, I know that there are some phrases uh, when um, someone hear it, uh, mm -hmm. immediately get scared <laughs> and wonder <laughs> how to answer. So let's give some tips on how to answer in a proper way. Um, on this one, tell me about yourself. So what's the proper way to answer this question? Yeah, so um, there's, a, there's a few ways that people ask or interviewers ask is either tell me about yourself or, you know, walk me through your resume. Those are kind of like somewhat similar, not the same, but somewhat similar as far as how you're gonna answer. Um, but in this process, story is really important. Um, it's how you tell your story is really the biggest challenge because they do have your resume in front of you and, and they can see what, what experiences you have had. Um, but story, it really gives color to that entire experience that's beyond what's in black and white. It really is more about answering or, or talking or, or giving uh, context and, and, and kind of providing details in the white space that's in the resume. So the decisions that you've made, how did you make them? What were the thought process and how you went from company A to company B and those kinds of things. But if we just kind of zoom out of that uh, for a moment and um, the way you really want to answer the tell me about yourself is identifying a theme that resonates with your life's journey and anchor your tell me about yourself through that lens. So for example, um, I have uh, worked with a candidate who um, was uh, who worked in retail. And this candidate um, had uh, a very sort of um, professional sort of um, analytical um, role um, in, in, in retail, um, but also had a very um, art-focused sort of extracurricular experiences. So, if you look at it sort of, you know, um, just from a, a resume perspective, you see just like two very different sides of, of a person. So you don't really know how to make the match. So in this person's or in this applicant's um, narrative, um, the way uh, they presented uh, their experiences is to identify how art was the anchor that drove their entire life, including the reason why they chose um, to work in the retail. And then they talked about their experiences and how that led to you know, the roles that they've had over the years and what they have done, but then also connected it to how the arts contributed not only to the community that they were, that they were involved in, but also how it contributed to their, their involvement in the retail um, uh, company that they were uh, that they were working at. So it's really an opportunity for you. I mean, this is just an example, uh, but it's an opportunity for you to really 
you know, tell your story a little bit more and give color to who you are beyond what's, you know, a black and white um, on the resume. So if you stick with a theme and then move through your experiences that you've had, um, that is typically a good way to, you know, a very solid way to answer the tell me about yourself um, uh, question. Awesome. Thank you so much for this uh, detailed answer. And uh, there is two more phrases, I believe, that everyone gets scared. Uh, the first one that comes to my mind <laughs> is, what are your strengths and weaknesses? Yeah. Um, yeah and the other one is, how we, will you contribute? So yeah. yeah, maybe let's start with the first one. What are your strengths and weaknesses? Absolutely. How to deal? How to deal with this question? <laughs> yeah, definitely be ready to answer to answer this question. Um, for anyone that's going through the interview process, um, should definitely be ready for this, um, and think about because uh, you want to think about it and you want to give a really detailed answer and provide examples. Right, you, examples are key to answering to having a successful interview. So, if you're going to say that your strength is, you know. Um, having a strategic mind, for example, or being strategic or being able to see things from a bird's eye view, if that is a strength, you need you need solid evidence to show that that's a strength. Um, so you have to think about this and before before you even show up to the interview is, is, is all I'm trying to say. So when you think about strength, think about again going to the what the school is looking for. So um, things related to the school is how you learn, how you're um, engaging with others, how you work in teams, um, you know. Um, how you solve problems, those are kinds of strengths that you have to be looking for. Um, use a keyword and then give an example that showcases how you've emulated that in the real world. Um, if you don't know how to answer this question and you're like sitting there and looking at a blank screen um, and not being able to type anything or say anything or write anything, then consider talking with your supervisor. Um, ask your supervisor, you know, what are, you know, if you were to give me a few of my strengths, what would they be? And let them answer and give you some feedback. And then ask your colleague, what would you say would be my strengths? And then ask your friends, what would you say would be my strengths? And then you're going to have, you're going to see a pattern and they have identified for, that they have identified for you and then focus on that pattern that you see. As far as the weaknesses are concerned, um, be very mindful to not have, like your, your weakness does not need to be giant. It doesn't need to, to say, oh, you know, you know, I don't share any of my knowledge. I keep my knowledge to myself. That is a huge red flag <laughs> that you never want to say that it's your weakness, even if it is. Um, so find things that are works in progress. So it's not about a weakness as in like, this is a weakness that can never be solved. I can never change this about myself. Rather, it is a weakness that you are conscientious of, that you are working towards being better at. So when you share the weakness, you will say, well, this is, you know, one of the things that I'm weakest at. However, this is how I have worked towards uh, improving and working on this, this weakness over the years, essentially. So that would be on the strengths and weaknesses piece. Strengths, um, I mean, I would say you can have, you know, two or three prepared in advance. Weaknesses, one or two, because sometimes I've had clients in the past who have been asked, 
what's your weakness and tell me about another weakness that you've had so at least two you should have um, with you never answer more than one uh, weakness unless you've been specifically asked of course um but if you are asked for another one you have a backup plan um uh, planned ahead of time as far as how will you contribute um so this is a very important question because schools want to bring in people who are going to leverage the resources at the school and they're going to be active engaged members of their community so it's a really important question that you have to have an answer for um so if you are going through the process of interview and you are you know thinking about your past experiences and talking about how you want to contribute well first and foremost you have to really identify your past experiences how have you engaged in the past whether that's in college even if you haven't engaged in any way uh, community-wise since college go back to college how did you show up you know what did you do um what were you part of in university um and does that resonate with anything you will be interested in being involved in again at in the business school, uh, but then also look at how you are how you are engaging on at your at your work. If you are a consultant, I'm assuming you are working. Uh, you you have had projects you've been involved in, whether those are pro bono projects or um, you know social impact initiatives. Um, look at how you've engaged in those um, because that is again um, examples that you can talk about in how you've engaged in the past to demonstrate how you will engage in the future. So um, that would be, um, you know, you can put together a list um, of experiences that you've had. Then I would say you look at opportunities to engage um, in the business school, because essentially the question is, how will the future, how will you contribute to X school's community? So uh, your contributions can be from the classroom perspective, from a club perspective, and from a community perspective. So from the classroom perspective, you can talk about how, you know, I've had these experiences in, you know, my work, especially if you've had really unique experiences that you've been um, exposed to. That is an excellent way to talk about your contributions to the classroom discussion, to the team engagement, um, because at the end of the day, this question, how will you contribute, is saying, well, how are you going to contribute? Like, why should I really, uh, why should I really um, ask, say, say that, that you are a good candidate for this target school, whatever that target school is? So it's a selling point essentially for you. Uh, so how will you contribute in the classroom? And then how will you contribute in the club? Here, you can look at how you've engaged in sort of more social activities and look at the clubs you want to be engaged in um, at the institution that you're targeting. Um, identify, you know, what specifically you are looking to get engaged in. So if you're looking at past as a historical evidence of how you're going to engage in the future, then with the future, you want to talk also about how you have communicated with those club members um, over the application process and that you learned different things from them that allow you to give a vivid image, a vivid mental image of how you're going to contribute um, in the classroom. And then the last thing, it will be community building. So um, if you have organized treks in the past or organized, um, um, you know, social outings or something like that, not with your friends, but really in the community, rather that's, um, you know, in the college or um, even at work, um, talk about that as past evidence to demonstrate how you will engage in the future. Here again, 
you want to leverage the conversations you've had uh, to talk about how will you communicate um, uh, what you want to do. Uh, give the interviewer a mental image of how you are going to contribute to the community at the school that you are targeting. So in from that sense, this is essentially how you're going to go about answering this question. So um, I go back to that initial comment. You have to be prepared for the interview. This content, what you have to show up with, doesn't doesn't just, it's not going to just appear in your mind if you haven't had any preparatory work and reflection time for this. So really do take the time. Like you are saving yourself time and money and tears uh, <laughs> from uh, if you take the time to prepare. And what one thing that I would say as a kind of a last comment, um, as soon as you su submit your application, continue with that momentum um, and start preparing for interviews, even if you haven't been invited to interview. Uh, because it really will help you. It give you more time to reflect and start putting together examples um, and um, start putting together uh, uh, sort of reasons why you want to attend the schools that you are attending or that awesome. you are applying to, rather. Awesome. Thank you, Susan. Um, I believe that uh, today we gave uh, the best interview tips and tricks uh, for everyone that uh, are about to uh, go to their MBA uh, admission uh, interview. So uh, thank you so much. Thank and you. Thank you for having me and for asking such wonderful questions. It's always a pleasure. Thank you.